Welcome to Behind the Scenes with Brian, the podcast covering everything from engineering, mining, and mine waste management to whatever else may be on our minds. Pop in your headphones and don't forget to rate, subscribe, and share. And now, here is your host, Brian Ulrich. Hey everyone, this is Brian, and this is Behind the Scenes with Brian, and today I am joined by uh, Professor Jorge Macedo. Jorge, how are you today? I'm good, Brian. Thank, thank you again for inviting me uh, to your podcast, and happy to be here. Looking forward to, to our conversation. Yeah, me too. Thanks for joining me, and how are things in Georgia these days? Well, we are in the middle of the summer, so... Uh, a little bit hot, but yeah. uh, uh, not, nothing to nothing to complain about. And yes, getting us started into the new semester here in Georgia Tech. So a little bit busy, but uh, this is good up to a certain point. So getting there. Yeah, yeah. Good. Well, Jorge, tell us a little bit about yourself, your background, your education. Sure, absolutely. Uh, well, first of all, I'm... Uh, let me start by uh, by saying that I'm um, I, I did born I did I did uh, born on uh, I was born in Peru in South America, so uh, I did my undergrad and also uh, uh, all my entire education uh, uh, until getting the in Peru we have something that is a title for for being a, a civil engineer is something like the PE that uh, that we have on the on the United States. So I was there uh, until I uh, I completed uh, those stages, and um, I was maybe 20 years old or something when that happened. And by that time, I started to to work for Golder Associates. So I was with them for approximately six years, working on. Um, a, it it was kind of a good time, I think, for being on mining because there were big projects uh, in South America and also in. Um, in Canada, so I, I was fortunate enough to work on the biggest uh, and, challenge, and challenging projects in South America, in Peru, Chile, Brazil, Argentina. So uh, projects like Toromocho, Conga, Pachong. So uh, it was very, very interesting. Wow. And uh, that was where I was exposed also to kind of tailings engineering in, and geotechnical engineering and risk engineering in, in different aspects. And well, I was always curious, and I decided that uh, I wanted to go back to to academia. And it was in 2013 that I uh, did apply for programs in the United States, and I was uh, fortunate enough to uh, to be admitted at uh, UC Berkeley. And I started over there uh, a master. And uh, after completing the master, I think I had a, a good match with a uh, uh, with who, was, who became my advisor, it's Professor Bray in, in, mm, okay, the, yeah. uh, in UC Berkeley. And I I did my PhD. So that was uh, uh, maybe 2017 or something like that when I completed the, the PhD. And uh, I was kind of evaluating options and academia was one option because I'm very curious and I, I like research. And I uh, I ended here at Georgia Tech, and I've been here since uh, 2018 um, at the Georgia Institute of Technology. This is my fourth year, and currently I am the Frederick uh, Olmsted uh, Early Career Professor here at Georgia Tech, and uh, I'm I'm having fun doing research, uh, also trying to 
mentor students. I'm saying trying because it's always a journey, and it's always that uh, you you also you also learn you also learn through this journey, yeah. and uh, also uh, doing active research on, on different um, on different areas that uh, that hopefully um, are going to be having an impact for uh, for the communities. Yeah, great, great. Uh, so, how did you choose Berkeley? You must have applied for a, a handful of universities. Yeah, I think um, part of that is uh, I was always interested in natural hazards and also earthquakes. That goes back to uh, to something that happened in Peru. There was an earthquake in 1970 it, uh, that destroyed uh, a city that the name of the city is Yungay. And actually, uh, that is where uh, my mother had a lot of family. So when I was a kid, I was taken, there is... Um, the city is, 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 you can see us now some uh, monuments and things like that on, on, on what was the destruction. And I was impacted by that. And I kind of wanted to understand that always. So there was an interest in natural hazards and earthquakes. And uh, UC Berkeley has had always a kind of, a, I would say, a tradition uh, in terms of earthquakes, natural hazards. That was a, that was a factor. And um, I was always also exposed to civil engineering because my older brother is a civil engineer. So since I was a kid, I was uh, kind of exposed to to this aspect. So uh, civil engineering was, uh, I would say, always uh, a part of what I was exposed to. And uh, California was a factor too, because uh, I think the, the weather is nice over there most yeah, of the time. Yeah, yeah. So, and, um, and uh, of course, the rankings were also a factor because um, uh, it's uh, UC Berkeley traditionally, traditionally has been on, on a top five uh, ranking on the United States. That was part of the thing, but uh, it was more kind of the motivation going into more natural hazard earthquakes, complementing that with uh, also uh, what I did in practice, uh, causing in South America, when you're dealing with terrorist facilities, uh, the seismic aspect is usually an important factor of any uh, design because yeah. of the existing seismicity. Yeah. So what was the topic of your PhD dissertation? It was focused on uh, understanding uh, seismically induced uh, displacements with a focus on performance-based approaches. So which perhaps is having now, um, it's, you may start to... to to hear more about it on uh, on practice cost, for example, of the new global tailings standards that are mm. explicitly talking about performance-based uh, assessment. So uh, we did uh, consider um, earth systems, including uh, you know natural slopes, tailing dams, and basically the idea was to come up to come up with procedures for uh, subduction zones like uh, South America. On, on actually how to assess uh, a displacement, seismically induced displacements on those structures. That was one part of the work. And the other part was uh, focused on what happened on New Zealand. Uh, uh, there, there were uh, a series of earthquakes uh, between 2010 and 2012 approximately. It is known as a Canterbury earthquake sequence. So New Zealand was kind of a uh, a one to uh, a scale one to one laboratory. So anything that you like to see in terms of earthquake engineering, pretty much you could see it on New Zealand. So we focus over there on the problem of 
liquefaction-induced building settlements because um, there was significant damage on New Zealand caused by these earthquakes, uh, especially on, uh, on buildings, on existing buildings, which was kind of an interesting, uh, you know, uh, the interesting aspect was not only the, the technical part, but also the fact that uh, there were insur insurance-related problems actually with the damage that was caused by liquefaction. So uh, mm. that is kind of a quick uh, description of what was the what were the themes yeah. of the of the PhD. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And what courses do you teach at Georgia Tech now? Yeah, I've, I've been teaching a few actually. So um, I'm teaching. Uh, so you, I teach on the graduate program, and I also teach on the under undergraduate program. Yeah. Let me start with the graduate. On the graduate program, I I, I did offer uh, geotechnical earthquake engineering. I have also offered critical assay soil mechanics, which are mm. with a particularly important focus on, on tailings. Um, yeah. uh, and uh, this semester I'm teaching in situ uh, soil investigations, where uh, I'm trying to, mm. uh, the, the, the bar is very high because that class was uh, given before by Professor Paul Main, who is, yeah. Uh, yeah. Who is uh, Kind of uh, a layant on that, so uh, right. I'm trying. I'm trying to do an okay job to try to follow up with uh, yeah, with big what shoes Paul to, was doing. Big shoes, big shoes to fill. Yeah, like, exactly. That, that that is on the graduate program, and uh, on the undergrad on the undergrad program, uh, I'm teaching. Or I did teach. Uh, it was introduction to geotechnical engineering. That was one class. And uh, we created a new class also that is sea level rise and coastal geotechnics. techniques. Mm. So the, oh, okay. the idea here is to to bring the climate change uh, uh, theme and expose it more also to uh, geotechnical engineers. Uh, that was yeah. a class that was uh, co-offered with the Earth and Atmospheric Science Department as well. So we had a scientist that was focusing on the sea level rise, and I was uh, focusing more on the on the geotechnical aspects and uh, last but not least uh, that has not yet happened but uh, uh, shortly we're going to be also uh, creating a class uh, on data analytics that is more focused on data-driven methods you know we are in the era of uh, machine learning artificial intelligence and the idea is to actually develop or communicate uh, uh, everything that all the capabilities that we have on these fields to to um, geotechnical engineers and civil engineers in general on early uh, on early stages of, of their career. So that's going to be happening next semester. So we're working on that. Oh, okay, okay. And you're a member of the program called Tail Inge. That, that's that's correct. What is that? How did it come about? And and what what is your role with them? Yeah, no, uh, Thailand is, it stands for Tailings and Industrial Waste Engineering Center. It is, uh, it is a consortium of faculty uh, with presence of four universities. The headquarters are at Georgia Tech. I, um, I am the founder and the chair of the center. We have also uh, University of California, Berkeley with Professor Jonathan Ray. Um, University of Illinois at Urbana-Champaign with uh, Professor Scott Olson and uh, Colorado State University with Professor Chris Barrett here. So uh, we did start the center. Um, it's been now uh, our 
we are getting to the to our third year actually, so we are re relatively new. But um, we have also gaining, I think, an important uh, momentum because uh, we have uh, we have been working with the with the industry, and also uh, when I mean industry, I'm talking about uh, consulting companies and also owners. And the idea uh, here is to uh, improve the practice and uh, connect academia with industry in terms of tailings engineering. And uh, we have been focusing on mine tailings in our initial uh, you know, years, but the definition of tailings could also consider, for example, collage and, uh, yeah. and related by products, which are particularly uh, predominant here on, uh, on the state of Georgia, for example. So um, that is Thailand. And uh, Thailand, we think its organization is having different branches. So we have uh, an advisory board that is, uh, actually, if there is something I believe that we are proud of Thailand, uh, Thailand is of the people that we have on the advisory board. We have uh, experts and leaders from, uh, from consulting companies, mining companies, and also academia. So um, that is our advisory board. We have also regular members. Regular members are uh, individuals that are bringing a multidisciplinary uh, expertise to Thailand because uh, uh, the steering committee that is formed by the four professors that I mentioned, our expertise is mainly on the geotechnical uh, area, but uh, through our regular members, we bring uh, multidisciplinary expertise. We have also uh, business industry partners that are uh, the companies, co uh, consulting and also mining companies that are supporting uh, our work. Uh, without their support, uh, nothing that we do at Thailand would be actually uh, possible. And uh, last but not least, we have affiliate organizations. Uh, currently, we have the United States uh, Society of Dams as an affiliate organization. Mm -hmm. And uh, basically, those are organizations that are sharing our mission and vision at Thailand is to advance the to advance the practice and also to to merge what we do on academia into uh, into practice with a practical mindset. So we don't want that just what we do in academia to just stay on research papers, but we can act, we want to actually to to uh, facilitate the translation into into practice. So uh, that is Thailand, and uh, we are having also uh, now uh, active research projects at Thailand oh. that are being developed uh, by students that are uh, part of the center. And we do, we do offer short courses, uh, four, four short courses per year, which uh, uh, started, started to be offered last year. I think they have been uh, quite well attended. And um, yes, uh, emphasizing that under all of this structure of Thailand, we do focus on individuals. So we want to make sure that we have the, the best people for the specific things that we want to achieve. And uh, I think so far, um, again, uh, if there is something that we can be proud of is that we really have outstanding individuals in the center. Okay, great, great. What, what kind of research is being funded by the, the organization now? Yeah, so uh, we right now have uh, we have been looking at three uh, a different uh, fronts, but uh, I will just highlight some. Okay. One is uh, one is uh, the dam break problem, so uh... we are doing research. 
Yeah, we are we are trying to um uh, I, I could be talking for an hour on the problem, so I will just try to to summarize it. But uh, we we have uh, a student that is working um right now on actually trying to understand whether the connection between the I would say what we do on geotech and what usually people on uh, on hydraulics, for example, do to try to understand from the from the hydraulic side as well, which I think uh, there is much, there is a lot we can understand, uh, sorry, learn from from them and bring mm -hmm. it to the technical side. Yeah, uh, that that's kind of a general description. Uh, the other problem that we uh, are tackling is uh, uh, on unsaturated. Uh, I would say the assessment of unsaturated tailings because mm -hmm. uh, you find them usually. So it's kind of a common case, but we. We as don't know uh, well how to tackle, uh, I would say, uh, the assessment of uh, maintainers when they are unsaturated. We have some approaches, of course, but I think there is significant room for improvement. Yeah. So uh, th those are kind of the the main active projects. We we have other projects that are uh, when when Thailand just started, uh, it started with an effort of having uh, what we call. Um, uh, tailings database. So yeah. uh, this is something that we have been working also for a while. Uh, there, there is one paper that we published already, the Canadian Geotechnical Journal, talking a little bit about it with one of my graduate students over here. But the idea is to is to have um, a database that is having different classes. You know, you can have a class A that is just awesome and having everything, which is kind of the dream uh, database, but uh, yeah. that's not going to be reality in some cases. So we have different classes. And according to uh, the classes, we are trying to understand whether the mechanical behavior of uh, of tailings, um, uh, not only the mechanical, the geochemistry and other aspects that are important as well. Okay. Yeah. The, the dam break analysis is going to be really interesting to me. I've done some reviews lately and people don't seem to use a lot of logic when they publish their findings or present their findings to the, the owner. I saw one not too long ago where the dam break was supposed to arrive at a location at a certain time. And if you do the math, it travels there at half the speed of a human walking. And yeah. that just didn't that that just didn't even pass the laugh test to me, especially if there's a large body of water sitting on top of there. You know, it's going to be a a torrent, not not a glacier. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I'm, yeah. I'm I'm going to be interested to read the results of that and uh, see what what kind of directions are determined from that. Yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, if you are uh, participating on the Tennis and Minds Ways conference in November in Colorado, yeah, uh, one of our students is going to be showing some uh, preliminary results over there. So, oh, good. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll be there for sure. Perfect. Okay. Okay. And what's on the horizon for Tailinch? Is there any future plans for different... Uh, directions to take it? Yeah, so I think uh, right now the momentum that we have at Thailand is great. And uh, we feel that we have been successful on this. Um, still, we are a young organization, but on that time we have been successful 
I think the first, uh, one of the first goals that we have is to cement that success and actually to keep growing with our VIPs and uh, all uh, our members. And to, uh, we initially, we have been kind of looking on uh, improving perhaps uh, different procedures or different approaches that we have in practice, but uh, we are working, this is very important by the way, kind of uh, doing that, but we are also working on creating a connection between what is the future, what is coming, what are the next approaches that we should be actually promoting, Whoa. what are the new technologies, what are the new things, the new ways of doing things. So for instance, how can we really leverage everything that we have on data science for actually improving the management of data storage facilities? And uh, that, that I think is gonna be the next step to actually connect what uh, what is being done with what is the future and keep growing as an organization and uh, and keep the momentum and the success that we have been having uh, uh, fortunately on this uh, still few years that we are active. Yeah, that's that's great. Whose idea was uh, Tailinge? It uh, it it started uh, actually with. Uh, with uh, as part of a conversation with with Professor Bray, that was my advisor, mm, still yeah. when when I was on my first uh, year at Georgia Tech. So it started yes as a conversation, and then uh, we we um, yes by by discussing. I think uh, there are some uh, times that you need to think bigger, yeah. and uh, instead of yes being a couple of academics trying to you know. Uh, put something forward, we decided that it would be a good time for actually making an organization and actually uh, leverage, you know, the expertise uh, that we have um, at the four universities that are part of Thailand and yeah. in that way to contribute as much as we can to, um, to the industry. So it, it started as a conversation with, uh, with uh, my former advisor, Professor Ray. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and then it we 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 as uh, it started to grow from from there. Yeah. Okay. That's great. Yeah. Definitely uh, a, a space for that in the tailings world. Uh, we it it probably occurred shortly after Samarco and Brumadino with that seed. Yeah. So we've had some. You know, we have one or two tailings failures a year at a pretty steady rate. Those two were horrific, and before that, uh, the, the Mount Polly in Canada was was not so horrific, really, but it was a shock to the Canadians that would it would happen in their own country when they develop all of these programs and standards and guidelines. So yeah, the, there's definitely a, a need for things like tail engine in the world. And so, yeah, many, many thanks for getting that started and carrying that on. Thank you. Thank you, Brian. Yeah. And yeah, even, even right now, I think we, unfortunately, we saw a, a new failure like uh, two or three days ago on, on South Africa, right? Yeah. Yeah. We just continue to see these things and they're, they're not going to go away, but hopefully they can become less frequent with greater observation and diligence and adherence to things like the GISTM. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, Jorge, what, what did I forget to ask you today? What questions 
went unasked that you wanted to talk about? Um, well, I think uh, it would be good to highlight for um, for anyone that is listening this that uh, whenever you visit Peru, please try the food. There is great food over <laughs> there. Oh, so, for sure. Uh, yeah. Try, try, try the ceviche, and yeah. uh, and also uh, visit the north part of Peru. I'm I'm originally from the from the mountains. The name is Huaraz. It's actually close to the it's close to the to a mine, the Antamina mine, that is one of the largest mines I believe in the world. So yeah. uh, visit the, the north part, visit the mountains, try the food. Uh, if you come to Georgia, uh, please also. Uh, we are welcome to visit uh, uh, the Georgia Institute of Technology. Uh, we we always welcome visitors. We have a great program over here. We have great labs. Please, uh, yes, uh, uh, contact us if you if you want to visit uh, us. And uh, of course, if you're interested in, in knowing more about Thailand, feel free to contact me, and I'll be happy to discuss more. That's perfect. I appreciate that. Or I know you're you're a busy guy. You're. Uh semester has just started but before i let you go is there any key takeaways or pearls of wisdom you can leave us with yeah i think uh, th th there are many but uh, i think um, I, I could mention uh, a couple perhaps is uh, one is that uh, something that i try to try to um, always tell to my students is i i'm, I'm a soccer fan by the way so and I think always yeah. a follower of uh, of of Barcelona, uh, the Barcelona mm. team in, in Spain. Yeah. And there was a coach in Barcelona that was uh, Guardiola, uh, and what he used to say to his players was, "I will be, uh, I will forgive you if you fail, but I won't forgive you if you don't try hard." So mm. I think uh, whatever you do, try your best kind of, uh, it has to be your passion, has to be something that you really want to do and try your best and you will be getting results. And don't uh, worry about failures if you're trying hard because you can learn sometimes more from the failures than from the successes. But uh, the key important thing is to, to try hard. So anything you are doing uh, on life, I think that's the most important thing. So I will leave that as a takeaway. I like that, that's very good, very good advice. Well, Jorge, Jorge, thanks for joining us and sharing some of this information with us. I appreciate your time and uh, all the best to you. Thank you very much again, Brian, for inviting me and uh, have a great day. You too. Thank you so much. Well, that's it. I'm Brian, and this is Behind the Scenes with Brian. Until next time, keep on rocking.